This is Transcend with Nat, where we're discovering our higher purpose and sharing stories and awarenesses along the path of transcendence. Hi, and welcome to Transcend with Nat. This is Nat. I'm your host today. And I am going to be sharing with you a couple topics in this episode. Uh, a little later, I'm going to be going into our topic recently of dreams. I'm going to be sharing with you more uh, from live sessions I've done on Instagram, answering questions about dreams. Uh, coming up really soon, I am doing a dream workshop, uh, the five steps to understanding your dreams. And you can get that on my website, transcend.online. You can go into courses and events and you'll see the sign up and the information about that workshop. Uh, so if you're interested in what we're talking about here, you're interested in dreams, um, you want to have a live workshop where we go into how you can interpret your dreams, remember your dreams, and use your dreams in your life, as, long, as well as uh, a Q&A with me about your dreams, um, you can get that on my website, transcend.online. Before we get into dreams, I want to discuss with you another way of relating to what's going on in the world, the changes that are taking place, changes that you would like to see take place, or changes that you don't like that are ch taking place, um, how people are relating to each other, uh, and the general dialogue and interactions that are happening right now in society. So I, I was discussing with someone just the other day uh, who she has been very involved in working towards changing things in this world. And she was expressing this level of emotional exhaustion and just a heaviness of looking at all the problems, all the things that she was perceiving that needed changing. And what we came to, uh, what came forward was rather than looking at changing the world, looking at how we can elevate ourselves and others so we can shift things in the world rather than trying to change them out there in a level of um, resistance and againstness and things of that nature, we look at how we can elevate, how we can elevate ourselves, elevate the conditions and elevate how we perceive uh, what's going on and how we relate to each other. Um, and there's a few things to remember as a framework in how to view this, if you want to look at it from a higher perspective, uh, from the spiritual perspective, which really is a lot of what this show is about and a lot of what I am going for in my life and that I share with others. And to start out, there is this essence, this life essence that we call the soul that's in each 
person. Um, this is that unconditioned energy that animates us. It is that extension of uh, God, of um, of the divine, and it is perfect within each person. If you've seen people, if you've seen bodies where the spirit has left the body, where and spirit um, comes from uh, the word breath, um, and so if if you when the breath has left the body, when the spirit that animating force has left the body, it looks like the body could move. Uh, a dead body could just get up and move, but it doesn't. And it doesn't because there's that energy that has left that is gone. And it's important as we look out into the world at the people around us, the people in our lives, the people we disagree with, the people out there that are on TV, that may be in politics or leaders or in leadership positions, um, and looking at the people that we dislike, that we disagree with, and those that we agree with, and remembering and re-looking at them from the place that each person has this energy, this soul within them. And that that, and relating to that more and more as more important and as more valuable than any of the conditions that they've taken on in their consciousness, whether it's their body, whether they're uh, large or skinny, or whether um, they have different colors of their skin, uh, whether um, they have different opinions than you, whether they're affiliated in a different political party, and to really look at first and foremost that within each person is this divinity and to first and foremost relate to that and relate because that is where at the basic level, if we value that, that's where we have our oneness. That's where we have the unity of all people and all souls. And the more we can relate to that in people um, and remember that, and put that forward first, uh, the more we can overcome the divisions and find the solutions and find the caring and the compassion for each individual. And then we start relating to people with greater compassion, with greater understanding, with the greater willingness to listen um, and a greater understanding of elevating our consciousness, elevating the way we see things, and assisting others to elevate themselves. And here's the other thing to remember, that each person, we all come here, and we all come into this embodiment with certain lessons to learn. And that includes certain conditions that are challenging, certain things that are difficult, certain things that will assist us in growing spiritually and letting go of the illusions, those things that will help us complete those creations that we've created, those, thing, those lessons that we are here to learn in the way of experiencing them, in the way of having greater awareness 
and sometimes in overcoming them and choosing choosing a light consciousness versus allowing these things to create discouragement and endarkenment. Um, And so each individual at that solic level chooses these lessons. And so some of what's going on when we see the conditions, we do what we can to uplift the conditions and we do what we can to assist others in moving their consciousness above and beyond the conditions to learn their lessons in a more graceful way. Um, And at the same time, we must allow each individual that respect to have their own process, to have their own opinions. And so when we start to really relate to this level of the soul, um, we do that regardless of uh, their prejudices, their belief systems, um, their racism, uh, their d- whatever things that they've taken on is a, in their consciousness. Um, not that we are going to stand for people hurting people. Uh, you know, we have a direction and a positive direction of caring for each person. And at the same time, when we relate to people who we might consider the enemy and start to relate to them as this divine soul, um, it brings in greater understanding, compassion, uh, and it allows for them to have that change, to have that uplifting. Um, I, I saw this one a story about this man who had converted uh, over a hundred, I think, or, or multiple hundreds of, um, of white supremacists. Uh, and this was an African-American gentleman. And he did it by taking them out to eat. And he did it by talking to them. And one by one, um, they, they let go of that because of his, just talking to them because of his discussing with them. And however he did it, um, it brought forward this change in the others. You know, it's very rare that when you attack someone, that that allows them the space to change. It really is in that loving environment where we don't feel threatened, where we're allowed to let go and to look at those traumas and those things and those belief systems that, and how they formed, it's in those environments where most change is more readily available in a graceful way. And we also recognize that there are those people and those situations um, that they will play out their disturbances into the world. And we work together as a society to, um, to address those and to address those in the most appropriate ways we can. Um, and, and so it's just a little different framework as individually how we can approach people in our lives, how we can look and realize, okay, we start from a place that the world is already perfect, It's not perfect according to how we want it to be. It's not perfect in terms of all the conditions are wonderful and fair for everyone in the terms of how we view it here. 
but it is perfect in the sense that it is the classroom where we are here to learn our lessons. And one of the greatest lessons, possibly the greatest lesson to learn is to be loving and to be loved and to be the beloved and to express and become that loving essence, um, and which you already are because that is the soul as we started talking about before. And each person is that, even though it may be at different levels of a sleep within each person, within their own consciousness. And so for us, it's really about allowing that, allowing our awareness to awaken more to that essence within us and to relate to others in that way. Um, I, I just wanted to share that perspective um, for those of you who may be having trouble with how to look at things that are going on in a more um, in a higher way so that we can really move to the elevation, where we can really move to the upliftment, where we can have more joy and fun in our lives. And it's okay to have fun regardless of what's going on in this world. I think there was a period and maybe it was, I, I, I this is a story I remember from, maybe it was from World War One. We're on Christmas Eve, they stopped fighting and both sides started singing Christmas carols. Um, and they did that together and, and they had this moment of caring and peace with each other before the next day they got back into their foxholes and started shooting again um, and working through that karma. Uh, and so it's one of those things where we can even in the midst of some of the most horrendous things and some of the most difficult situations, uh, we can find that common loving and compassion um, and that caring for one another. So I wanted to just discuss that, to share that with you that came out of this discussion with this person, uh, for those of you who it may assist. And now we're going to start talking about dreams. I'm going to share with you uh, clips from this live uh, dream, um, this live dream video that I did live on Instagram, which I'm continuing to do. And you can get me on Instagram at N-A-T-S-H-A-R-R-A-T-T. -T. It's my first and last name. So Nat, share it. And that's my Instagram. Uh, so here you go. Hi, <laughs> I'm live uh, here again to discuss dreams. Now I have a few um, things that I, I said I was going to talk about. Uh, I've got a couple interesting questions um, that I'm going to also uh, answer as well as um, anything that if, uh, if anyone wants to ask questions here, that can happen too. Uh, so to start with, I'm going to talk about TV dreams. So last in the last week, um, I was, and I've, I've had this happen before, I, I got into watching a show at night, um, and I didn't even really particularly like the show, but it was just kind of like wasting time, relaxing at night, uh, numbing out in front of the TV. And 
it was one of those superhero type TV shows. Anyway, I, I started re recognizing in my dreams more and more creeping influence uh, from what I was watching before I went to bed at TV. And so I just wanted to bring up that um, that's something that is how you approach your bedtime and leading up to going to bed can influence your dreams, especially if something in your consciousness uh, grabs a hold. And so that's something to uh, look at when you start you know, writing down your dreams in the morning um, to, to reflect on when you're looking at the, what they may mean and the interpretations and stuff and what's in them. Um, look at what you were doing leading up to bed uh, just to, in a way, eliminate anything that may be an influence from that. And so one of the things that I, that's another reason that if you have a bedtime routine of settling down, um, that it can include things that tap you in to your higher nature, um, reading things that have that spiritual vibration before going to bed, um, looking at things uh, that that will attune you to that, maybe meditating, whatever it is before as you're leading up to bed, um, it can be important. And also just recognizing when you're being influenced by things like TV shows, you're watching. So I stopped watching that show um, just because whatever part, and there's other shows I can watch and I, I just don't have a problem. And then also really I started setting my intention more to, um, to having a few, a, f a little bit more time before I go to sleep uh, involved in things of a higher nature, um, reading things that are, are more resonant uh, with with the spiritual nature of things. Um, the other thing that can affect dreams, I'm going to talk a little bit about alcohol and drugs. Um, alcohol can definitely influence your dreams. If you have, um, if you drink at night, you drink with dinner, you drink at night before bed, um, or you go out drinking, these things, those, anything that can alter your consciousness, that can, can allow influences into the dream state, um, and it can make your dreams different, basically, and can uh, maybe not be as clear with the information you're getting. And just to understand that and to know that uh, is something that can be really valuable, and then you can make your choices accordingly in terms of drinking and how much and when and um, and that's one of the things, one of the, one of the reasons that uh, I just don't drink a whole lot because I don't, I do notice how it affects my dreams when I do. Um, there are certain dreams, there are certain inner experiences uh, that, um, like in a way, it doesn't, it doesn't always affect those experiences on those other levels. However, how you may bring them back down. Um, it can definitely influence that. And drugs um, is the same and even more. And, and that's because they can access you. Um, anything that, uh, that you take that alters consciousness um, and certain drugs can just stay in the system longer, can access you 
into and stay in your consciousness, your auric fields, um, and change the vi vibratory frequencies that you're dealing with in your life. Um, they can create openings to uh, and access points to other levels that may not be really for your highest good and for your consciousness um, to have the clarity that if you really are on this path of moving your inner awareness uh, to the higher levels, to transcendence, transcending the level, the denser levels, the psychic levels, um, and moving into the unconditioned realms, into the, the other vibrations, the higher vibrational frequencies, um, then drugs are going to be, um, counterindicated in, in that. They're going to be not in alignment. Uh, in, in assisting you. In fact, they can definitely bring you onto a different path in your life, a different course in terms of your consciousness, um, and can really affect your dream state, um, because you, you can get accessed into these other, um, denser levels. And, and there's just so without the same level of protection of just the natural moving your consciousness into those levels. Um, and you can move your, your consciousness into those levels, um, by through meditation and through the dream state and through naturally, and you can get so much higher and so much better, um, than what the drugs might give to you. So that's something to, to, really keep in mind as you're moving into more awareness of your dreams is that those things that influence you that um, those outer things that can influence your consciousness can definitely affect your dreams um, so that's kind of my thing on bedtime routines now i did tease and let you know that i am going to tell a funny story about dreaming um, and so this comes from the days when I was uh, traveling with, uh, it was, we were always traveling with a group of people, different people working different trips. Um, and I, and usually we would be traveling the world and we'd be room, we'd always have a roommate. So I had different roommates through the years. Um, and being on the road, most of the time, you, I mean, almost all the time, when I had a roommate, uh, we would have separate beds. But every once in a long while, you'd end up in a situation in a hotel um, or a motel or whatever, like you're in some place and they just don't have that availability. Uh, and it's kind of like, there's a movie I saw as a kid, I think it was called Planes, Trains and Automobiles um, with uh, John Candy, I think it was, and, and Steve Martin and they're like, having to share a bed and there's pillows in between them. And so, so I, I was sharing with my roommate a bed in one of these, um, in one of these trips. And so, you know, we had the, the, you know, this is my side, this is your side. Uh, and at the time I had a Rottweiler dog at home and, um, she had very, uh, short black hair as Rottweilers have. <laughs> And my roommate <laughs> on his head had a uh, short black hair. And so in the middle of the night, at some point, I'm dreaming that I'm petting, you know where this is going, that I'm petting my dog, that I'm petting my Rottweiler, 
And I open my eyes, and there I am, petting the head <laughs> of my roommate, who we had to share that bed that night. And he had his eyes open, looking at me in horror, like, what are you doing? And I was so embarrassed. I just rolled over and, and just ignored the whole thing. Um, but so that's just a, a funny uh, dream experience that I wanted to share with you that it was really embarrassing. Um, but on the road, when you're traveling over six months of the year and you're going from here to there and there's people and you're, you're you know, you're roommating, I, there's so many stories, just things happen. And that's, that, that was one of, uh, one of those things. Um, so I thought I'd tell him myself, tell the story. And if he sees this, uh, I'm sure he'll have a good laugh. Um, I'm going to address a couple. Um, yeah. Oh, Jesus is right. Yes. Um, and so I'm going to address a couple questions that, uh, were sent to me. One, is it true that when we dream in color, it means we actually lived it? And when we dream black and white, we did not. Well, I, the short answer is that's not my experience. Um, and I don't like in terms of, um, in terms of my approach, I, everyone's going to have a different way of dreaming. Everyone's going to have different experiences. So I'm not going to say something isn't true for somebody. Um, but that's just not been my experience in terms of color versus black and white. There's definitely different colors that you can have in your dream, different qualities of color, different qualities of the actual, actual dream. Um, I had one last night, uh, that was from, and I, and I wrote it down and, I, and I'll observe and see what comes present, but it, it definitely seemed like a dream. Um, that the colors were more muted, actually. Uh, and so it can be indicative of the level you're on um, or the level you're dealing with in your consciousness. This one seemed that it was one that was outside of me, that was with other people, and I think was on a different level um, outside of my own consciousness. And that was the experience of that. And and there was a lot going on there. But, um, but there's a few things that I, I always say. So number one, I'm not here to tell you uh, what your dreams are, what they mean, and what that is. And that's going to apply to the next question, too. Um, I'm really here to guide you in how you can understand. I don't want you to be, um, I don't want you to be uh, bound by trying to like get from me. This is all about you learning how to awaken to your own consciousness and your own dreams and learning to interpret them. And if that's how you dream it now, there's a few things I would say to the, just from the, the framework, I look at things, there are different levels, different types of colors, different dreams. Things are indicate different things in those dreams, um, which I am going to start going over with you in the workshop I'm doing as a uh, plug here. I'm doing a workshop, go to the link in my bio, um, we're going to be going over different types of dreams in that. Uh, and, but one of the things that I, this question brings up to me is actually lived it. Well, first off, does that mean physically? Are you saying you actually lived it? Or does it mean that you actually lived it on a different level? Um, because how I view it, you know, who is you that's living this first off? 
Um, and on what level? Is it your body you're talking about? Because I've definitely had dreams in color that I didn't live here physically. Uh, so in, in order to answer that question, it's like I don't know also where there's obviously more detail that could be um, discussed with this person. Um, but in terms of my own experience, that's not how it works. And you, you'll find out your own experience. Um, there is a question here, maybe. I'm going to look. Um, okay, yeah, I used to listen to JR Meditations translated to Portuguese. One day I woke up thinking there was a strange man talking to me and started to scream. Um, there are beings, um, and it can be, there are beings that come in, and I have talked about that before, um, that we can start awakening to and seeing on other levels. Um, and it may or may not have related to the meditations that you were listening to while, I assume while you sleep, yeah, while you were sleeping. Um, and those meditations can also be helping you to open your awareness. Now, I'd always call in the light asking for the highest good before you go to bed so that you have that protection. Um, and it can be frightening when we, when the part of our consciousness that's here sees that there's someone in the room um, not realizing that, you know, it's on another level. Uh, and yes, you can start to scream. I've, I've done this. I discussed that in a previous, um, in, in a previous one of these where that was another level of my own awakening. So it sounds like you've had that too, um, to a different level of awareness while I'm sleeping and in this level where you start to see different things. Um, and, and so it may have been, I, I don't know, it, I think it's something if, um, it may have been something that was just shocking to your consciousness. And it could have been someone who uh, was not, necess not necessarily um, of the highest vibration. So uh, those, are, those are options that you might want to start looking at, um, but bringing but bringing that awareness and having that intentionality before you go to bed at night of, of that protection of that light consciousness, that's where it becomes important as you awaken more to these things. Um, because then whatever that is, you, you have an awareness, even in that dream state of the protection that is there. Um, and so that's something to, to work with. Um, especially if you have more of that, where you start to have more awareness of these things and these beings, um, and there's different reasons why they may come in um, to the room. I know there was one, there was one place that we stayed. It was an old castle in Spain, and there was so much bloodshed and war at that place, um, and all night long. It, it was it was one of the, one of the more exhausting nights. I mean, so many. There was a number of us there who are all. Um, if you've ever seen, if you've ever read, I mean, Herman Hesse's uh, Journey to the East. It was kind of like that. There were all these people in the league, and we were all um, working on these other levels, um, assisting those. And there was a lot of those 
beings coming in, but they were coming in to, they were attracted to this light that was, that we had, that we were holding there and they were coming in and it was very intense all night and people looked wrecked the next day. It looked like we had uh, been out raving all night or something and really we had just been assisting these beings who uh, needed assistance to the next level. Um, and, and so, you know, as you become more aware of what's going on on those other levels, uh, you may be assisting others and these other beings as well. Um, so that's something that you might become more aware of. It's not some, it, it's something you may be doing as the consciousness that's alive, that's uh, aware on those levels. And then you start to bring back the awareness here, or you start to open the awareness here to what's actually going on. Um, there's another question here, which is, I have been dreaming a lot that I'm dying or dead, and I wake up frightened with that and a lot of nightmares. How can I interpret that and deal with it in a loving way? Um, so again, as I said, you know, each, the, how I see it, the, the dreamer is the best interpreter of their own dreams, but I can assist you and guide um, to some possibilities in which you can see how that works for you and see how that works in your consciousness. But one of the things that really comes up for me when we have death and dying dreams can have different, they can mean different things. But um, one of the things that can come present, if you're dreaming a lot about it, um, you may want to look if there's sometimes we die on in a certain way, part of us dies. And, and as we move up into new levels of awareness, um, it's kind of like there's, there's a, in our consciousness representationally, it's like the Phoenix, like where um, old things can die and then new things can be reborn. And that, that cycle of death and rebirth can be something that happens in our consciousness and more profoundly at different times of our life. Uh, you can have these cycles in your own life um, and where certain parts of you, certain things can actually die, um, as special, especially as you're moving your awareness up in consciousness. Uh, so looking at death, um, in dreams as maybe indicating that in your awareness, in your consciousness, as there are old things being let go of, um, and in a sense dying within you, parts of you may be dying. And, and so that you can step forward in the newness of who you are. Um, and so that's, that's something I would look at with what you said there. And in, in terms of nightmares, I mean, that can be, I mean, you can just be in nightmare alley, in which is the lower astral level, which is just like above this level. There's, let's just say there's different levels and there's like a level kind of like where we have, um, where there can be more nightmares. So you may be tapped into that. So I definitely, um, hold an intention to just clear before you go to bed at night, you know, to let go and clear anything that can be let go of and ask for assistance, spiritual assistance, especially if you have um, spiritual guides, teachers, or um, the inner master, you can ask the inner master, um, spiritual 
beings that can assist you in that and those levels. And I would, I would look at that and, um, in terms of the nightmares and, and just send light ahead before you go to bed at night. And you can vision like light, light going into your dreams and even into the nightmares that you're having. Um, and so that when you get there, if you end up in there again, that you also have that light consciousness working for you. Uh, you may be working out things on the other levels. There is a lot going on. Well, there's always a lot going on, but there's definitely a lot. Um, and this goes back to the bedtime routine of kind of settling down and clearing the day, doing the things that can clear the day. Cause there's a lot of psychic activity right now in our world. If you haven't noticed, um, and, Sometimes we process that out and it depends, you know, when you say nightmares, it just basically what I'm hearing you say is dreams that are disturbing to your consciousness. Um, and so, you know, it becomes that kind of spiritual scientist approach of, well, you know, are you bringing things from this world that are of a disturbing nature that you're having to work out on the other side? Um, because you're not keeping your con, you're going into them. You're not keeping your consciousness clear. There are a lot of disturbing things and also how we approach it. Are we involving ourselves into it? And there may be things, it may be indicating that there are things you're involving yourself in. And it could just be mentally what you're reading, what you're looking at, um, that's going on in the world. Um, that that may be something you want to shift. I stopped watching the news for a while because it, it was just, it, I wasn't as happy and now I'm a lot happier. Um, I still find out everything and every once in a while I still look, but, um, but you know, I just talk to people and ask them what's going on. So I get less of that vibration, um, lately. And so it's something to look at if your dreams become of a disturbing nature, is there things that you're exposing yourself to here that are of a disturbing nature? And maybe you have to be, exposed here or that's on purpose for you but then just know that you're working that out on the other side as well so that you can your consciousness has to balance those things out um or it's it's actually helpful it's good for you to balance them out and so when you're having those nightmares i'd look at that um it could be depending on on the type of nightmares um it could be things that that you're picking up uh about the future, but it may not. Um, and so again, uh, there's a lot of types of dreams. And so it becomes a, a something that I would write down and I observe them. That's definitely something I do with those, um, and see, you know, where they're coming from. Maybe you have an idea already of where, of what they are. Um, often we have just that intuitive hit about what they are. Uh, and so to look at those things and, and again, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to promote myself and my, my workshop that's coming up because we will be going over the different types of dreams and, and having that information can be really helpful when you're just afterwards, when you're, if you're familiar with the types of dreams and some of the quality, just that simple aspect of knowing that you can start to like differentiate and over time observe how, um, how, the different qualities, how you experience the different types of dreams. Um, and so when you have a nightmare, uh, which is just that disturbing type of dream, uh, you have a greater idea. And sometimes it really is just that you're just working it out over there. Um, 
And so that's, that's what I have on those questions. Let me see if there's anything else that I need to talk about today about dreams, uh, unless anyone else has a question. Thank you guys for joining and thanks for the questions. Uh, and check out the link in my bio for the dream workshop where we're going to be going over uh, how to how to have greater understanding of your dreams, the different types of dreams, um, and how to set yourself best up for success in learning to work with and interpret and getting value from your own dreams and understanding that this whole other level of who you are and your consciousness um, and having this whole other resource is an amazing resource of understanding and being more in touch with yourself and your dreams um, and those and having those spiritual experiences. So that's the episode I have for you today. Again, there's the dream workshop that's coming up, which you can go to my website, transcend.online, go to the events and courses, and you will see uh, that workshop there. I'd love to have you participate Uh, Until the next episode, God bless you all and have a good one.